Tonight on Rogue Padron, Wedge and Tilly striptease, unconscious twitching of barabels, Cornhorn keeps his promises, Lady Gaga jumping off the Super Bowl ledge dot gif. Funny, <laughs> 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 I was keeping it together. Full of sheep prizes. Lots and lots of shivering. 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 <laughs> oh, no. <Stop> no. <laughs> this is Rogue Leader. All wings report in. Rogue Six standing by. Rogue Seven standing by. Rogue Three standing by. No, I can't believe you went with sheep prizes, but not <laughs> shivering. <laughs> That's because sheep wasn't in the last chapter. <laughs> still, if you're if you're making the puns, just go all in, you know. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, really, sheep appointing, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh. Wow. Hello, listeners. Welcome tonight. <laughs> Special. It's not actually that special, but we're recording on a weird day and time. So welcome to Rogue Padron. This is <laughs> Mission 6. Before we get into chapters 33 to the end of X-Wing Isar's Revenge, quick reminder of your hosts, because it's been a week since you've heard us. If Heath, Rogue 3, had a side hustle, he would make Photoshop commissions of your frenemies for you. Oh my god, Yes. <laughs> yes. I love it. Seth, Rogue Seven, would be babysitting tiny droids who need more attention and appreciation. <gasps> yes! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I now have a new dream job. Oh my god. Danny, Rogue Six, would actually get rid of his side hustle because he already lived that life and needs a break. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Too real. <laughs> <laughs> You're so above and beyond. You're not kidding. That was really timely. (laughs) I know. (laughs) And I'm Meg, Rogue Leader. And obviously, my side hustle would be writing fanfic for sports anime rare pairs. Nice. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, speaking about Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi, I have a question about Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. In fact, I have many questions because we're like, Saf, how, how far away are you? Like two days? Three days? Uh, yeah, two and a half days, pretty two much. Two and a half days. The rest of us normal people have to wait, like, four days still, but, um... So we're gonna do lightning round of our final, 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 last, you can't change your mind predictions. And, Meg, you might have done some of these on the far episode. I haven't listened to it yet. That's all right. Okay. So, it, everyone has to be give their super succinct answers. Are you ready? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Ready. Are you set? Set. Yeah. Who dies? No one. Hucks. Some random person in an X-Wing who doesn't get named. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Wilhelm Scream guy. (laughs) No one important. Wow, really? We don't think anyone important? I said Hux! Okay, Meg said Hux. Okay, all right. Hux is really important. Sorry. He's important to some people. He's important (laughs) to Kylo. (laughs) Speaking of Kylo, redemption arc or no redemption arc? Nah. Half of a redemption arc. Yeah, the start of one. Oh, I see. Okay, like setting it up for for the next one. 
Yeah, I, th- I think I agree with that too. All right. I agree with it, but I don't want it. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> what is the wildest theory that you hope is going to come true? Oh. Oh. Uh, can you name some wild theories? <laughs> Generally, generally, like, Snoke theories or Ray parentage theories tend to be the wildest ones. Or, like, sometimes they're the same. Okay, then the wildest theory that I hope is true is that Ray is actually the adopted daughter of Baze and Shirod, who are somehow alive and got off of Scarif. (laughs) There you go. I don't think I have have an answer for that one. The the Porgs on Achto escaped... Um, from uh, a small colony of Ithorians that were breeding them for the purposes of creating um, uh, wildlife throughout the galaxy. I like that. I know I have wild theories, but I can't think of any now that I've actually been asked. <laughs> no, the way it works this is, is the worst. if you haven't noticed it, you just like pick your brand and then make a theory about it. So like, uh, for staff, I... it's going to be like BB-90 is actually like the hero of the movie. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to say I don't hope for that. (laughs) Let's go with that. Okay. (laughs) And then for Heath, it would be like, Captain Zubio is actually Captain America. Tycho Tycho (laughs) Zubio is... Wait. (laughs) (laughs) Constable Zubio is actually Captain America. Yeah. Now Captain. (laughs) Captain Zubio. Now Captain. (laughs) He received a promotion. He got a promotion since the last film. (laughs) <laughs> Which you'll be able to tell by looking at the rank bars on his uniform. It's very exciting. This will be different from the, the rank <laughs> bars that we saw in his uniform in the last film. Update your cosplay, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what's what's the wildest theory that you actually think is going to come true? Uh, Benicio del Toro's Ezra. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Like, legitimately, you think that's going to happen? I don't know. Out of all of the theories there are, I'm going to say that one, because it, one, bothers me the least. (laughs) It probably still won't happen. Ooh, I think, I think, I don't know. I'm trying to think of, like, theories actually people have, which is... Yeah, I'm like, I can't think of any. I'm really bad at this. Usually I'm, like, the keeper of bad theories, because I love them, but... So mine is one that I posed a while ago, and then I went back on it, and I was like, actually, maybe not. But now I'm starting to think it again. Um, but that Ray, it, Ray and Kylo are going to flip, or at least yeah, actually, I'm going to go with that. I don't too. necessarily think that it's going to happen, but I think that that they're going to fully flip. But I think there's definitely going to be like some hints of like Ray dabbling in the dark side and, and Kylo dabbling with redemption, like we talked about. Yeah, light side is calling to him. So yeah, really, I'm actually with that one too. Yeah, it really seems like that's where the marketing is, especially with the trailer. I don't know. Yeah. All right. More important than all that, though, and you already know my answer, so I can pass on this one. Are you Team Porg, Team Crystal Fox, or Team Fathir? What's a Fathir? Voltics. It's the, the horses. The yeah. Wait, this. no. I take it back. Space horse, definitely space horse. Wow. Staff just declared her allegiance <laughs> against the space yeah, horses. Staff, play your brand. Come on. Wow. It's the sports. I'm with the sports. You're with the sports. May the sports be with you. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Oh my god. Um, I it honestly depends which one is bloodthirstier. (laughs) It's fair. Yeah. None of them are. Then I'm gonna stick with you. (laughs) Uh, porgs. Nice. All right. How many times will you cry? Oh. I will start crying when the, <laughs> the moment. Start. 
when the scrawl starts, and then I will yep. continue crying. That is what happened during TFA, and <laughs> it so much worse. Yep. I was going to assume, like, I wouldn't cry at all because I would be emotionally overwhelmed. But to be fair, when I saw The Force Awakens, I didn't have emotions. And I have emotions now and also empathy. So odds are I will probably cry the entire time. <laughs> it's going to be a new experience for me. Yeah, my yeah. TFA experience was, like, being so hype on adrenaline that I, like, couldn't even process it. So I, there were no emotions until the second time around. So I kind of feel like it's going to be the same thing. I think part of what got me with The Force Awakens is I missed the opening crawl as well because we had a oh. mix-up. Um and I think I need the opening crawl to kind of like emotionally bring me into it. So this time I'll have that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That yeah. Helps. From when the crawl starts to the end, it's great. So like, especially like, one time, but it's the whole time. Mm-hmm. Especially opening night with everyone like cheering for the crawl and everything. It's like, yeah. 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 Reminder, reminder to self, do not wear eye makeup that night. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Plan. Or like wear like, a waterproof scarf. Right. You try to look good for, like, photos, because you're going to take photos, and then you're like, why did I do this? You look good after the movie's what, over. <laughs> what's the point? All right, speaking of needing to wear waterproof mascara, do you think we're going to leave the theaters going, oh, okay, we know the story of Leia? Or do you think we're going to go, oh, I wonder how they're going to tie that up in the next movie without Carrie Fisher? I'm I not just cliffhanger. Going with the cliffhanger? I'm going with the cliffhanger. Yeah. I'm going somewhere in between because I think that they're going to do the best they can to give her a satisfying conclusion, but there's only so much they can do, so it will feel yep. kind of obnoxiously cliffhangery no matter what they do. Sure. Agreed. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way. I think they're going to give Carrie Fisher a nice conclusion, but I think that we're going to be left wondering what what does this mean for Leia in the next film? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right. Ray, going to the dark side or no? We already kind of covered this. No. Kind of. Yeah. Nah. Just like a little, like a little experimentation. It, just the tip. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. <Just> the tip. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Heath still oh. on Rogue Padron or no? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Heck, heck yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, Luke. Is he gonna be back to good old Luke that we know and love by the end of the movie, or are we gonna have to wait for the episode nine to see classic Luke? I better see Luke with a lightsaber in this movie. I better see Luke own up to his garbage. That's what I want to see. Yeah, I think that's what I mean. Like near the end, but I don't think he's gonna come like totally right in this movie because it is the middle movie. I have a feeling yeah. that he's gonna that he's gonna kind of disappear from the story like midway through, and then and we're gonna think like, well, he he's not he, we we lost him, and then he's gonna come yeah. back at the end and be like, I changed my mind. I'm I a Jedi, mind. like my father before me, and my daughter yeah. who is standing before me, mm. or something like that. Mm. Yes. Yeah. We just slipped that in there, Danny. <laughs> I definitely don't wow. think that that part is for real, though. I don't. I don't know. The Can marketing really seems like, like they've been leading days? away from Ray Skywalker, but also in a few days we're gonna because... know whether or not Ray's a Skywalker. What if we Crazy. don't, though? Oh my god. <laughs> They just keep playing it. Possible. I, I, maybe I, not. I'm honestly they prepared never to not tell know anything didn't, about Ray. Didn't Daisy say it was going to be this movie, though? They did, She did say that, like, this movie was going to clear up more about her background. She I don't think she ever... Seven, I mean... It, like, may, name her. It may just, like... It could be a case where it just, like, disproves some things, but we still don't know. She comes out, she's like, I'm not a Kenobi, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Your DNA Obi-Wan, test results are in. never heard of him. Yeah, <laughs> Obi Wan, you are not the father. <laughs> wow, that would be that would be a great Ewan McGregor cameo. It so would be. Oh, here's another wild uh, lightning question: uh, Hayden Christensen, Force Ghost, or no? Yes. Oh God, oh, I hope so. I want it. 
I want and it then, so bad. And follow-up question, if that did happen, do you think you would finally put the Disney hates the prequel era folks to rest or no? Nothing's going to make it Which people is this? Which which are you talking about? The, the ones that think that Disney hates the prequels and is trying to write them out of existence. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh okay, 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 okay. But nothing will make them chill. No, nothing will make them chill. <laughs> Great. Remember how we were saying how Rogue Potter doesn't have any enemies before we started recording? <laughs> um, I mean, we're reading a Legends series, so I feel like those fans already hate us, probably. Yeah, that's true. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of, last oh. question. Oh. Who is going to say the inevitable? I've got a bad feeling about this. Ooh. Ooh. Rose. I want it to be Rose. Oh, that'd, oh, that'd be, be so good. good. That'd be I, good. Think it, I think it's going to be Finn. Yeah, I'm with because Finn as well. Finn could definitely because say it. Finn has a lot of anxieties. And <laughs> he's also going undercover. And in that trailer, he is not pleased about it. <laughs> oh. What if it's Phasma, but she's saying it mockingly? Like, oh no! Have you got a bad feeling about this? Oh! <laughs> and he's like, "No, I have a really good feeling right. about kicking your ass." Pew pew pew. Like, so um, I'm gonna say Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> That's also on brand. Because I think um, Ryan Johnson. I don't actually think this. My theory. I don't actually think this. But <laughs> the movie will happen, and no one will have said it, and we'll be like, "What the heck?" Or Ryan Johnson will be like, "Oh shoot, I forgot." I mean, Chewie said it right here during this part. Couldn't you tell? <laughs> Oh, shoot, I forgot. <laughs> oh, no, I forgot this iconic line. <laughs> anyway. Sorry, I have Rogue One muted in the background, and it's the part <laughs> with Sheeran and Baze, and they're dying. It's the work. Classic, Oh, mix. no. <laughs> oh, he's cradling him in his arms. <laughs> and anyway, speaking of the worst, let's get into exercise. <laughs> Like, Meg, why don't we talk about a character with equal emotional impact? <laughs> Is there, though? Yeah, Laurier. <laughs> That's true. Laurier and Rote. So, Laurier, I guess. <laughs> Dude from the restaurant that nobody cares about dresses down Rote, a.k.a. Wedge, for not being in the air in his tie defenders yet. Rowett asks to talk to him in private, in which he then strips and reveals that he's Wedge Antilles. The only way to truly reveal that you're Wedge Antilles is to strip. Take your clothes off. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Wedge stuns him and takes his pilot outfit and returns to the rogues to start their attack. Lady Gaga has a bad feeling about this. See, everyone says the line. <laughs> You're right. I would like to amend my prediction for The Last Jedi to be the clone of Isenia Isard. Oh, no. <laughs> A.K.A. Oh, my Rey. God. AKA what if she's... What if she's Isard and she's daughter? Oh, no. <laughs> Wait, you just stole my listener response. I'm so... I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my that um, is the worst thing i that's the worst theory i've ever seen in my life i apologize <laughs> that explains why ray's eyes are different colors yeah and the weird like white streaks she's got yeah 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 absolutely and the way that she always goes do it do it now <laughs> unlimited power <laughs> i'm sorry how whenever she like touches someone they go oh you shocked me oh, Oh, all right. Well, <laughs> she Lady Gaga goes to find Laura herself rather than sending someone. She finds him stunned in his office, and the fake 
cyber remains of Rowett and figures out the battle's coming to them. The rogues see Akbar's fleet arrive, and unfortunately, there's a couple extra Star Destroyers on Prince Animal Baby Bear's side. They split off into flights, and one flight, Gavin Wedge and round-faced Min Bronos, go off to destroy some shield generators. There is no sign right now of Broke or Atelic. Akbar keeps his cool, despite definitely not expecting the numbers of Prince Admiral Baby Bear's forces. He organizes a very orderly pullback while still hammering the enemy forces. Two Flight and Three Flight are off doing stuff when Corrin decides the defenses are down enough for him to head to the ground. Tycho tries to stop him, but there's really no debating. Orl and Nrin oh, <laughs> go with him because they are good bros. <laughs> they make it inside the compound the prisoner complex with little trouble because lightsabers are overpowered. Corrin finds General Jan Dodana's cell. God, this, like nothing happens in these chapters. This is a really thrilling book. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Prince Elm Baby Bear is feeling real good about himself. He spots two of Akbar's ships trying to go to ground and turns on his interdictor binder to stop them. Jan is surprised to see Corrin. They round up all the prisoners, but their exit has been cut off. Two Flight is over on ties as well, so they can't give them any aid. Corn tells Jan that he had better come up with something, since he was the dude who saved Yavin 4. Wedge comes in, saying that Jan put pilots in the right place at the right time, and that's how he won that battle, a.k.a. One Flight to the Rescue. Wedge takes care of the ground troops while the rest go help Two Flight with the eyeballs. Those are track riders, remember? <laughs> 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 Sorry, did you want us to say anything about these chapters? (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Wedge makes contact with Lady Gaga over the comms. They banter, and then she fires two missiles toward where Corrin is. Oh, two missiles. Those could hurt. (laughs) Thanks, Danny. (laughs) The damage to Akbar's fleet is considerable. Three sheeps. Three sheeps. (laughs) Three sheeps. Yes. <laughs> Three ships are dead in the water, and the other two are severely damaged. I like the sheeps more. Did you he say they're all severely Damn it, Heath! I literally just wrote that down as a possible episode title. <laughs> I can still use it. Uh. I saw three sheaves come sailing in. Come on, it's so good. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Akbar sends word to stop to start Operation Thrawn's Pincer. Wait, Heath interrupted my other good joke. Did you say that they were severely damaged? Did you have another name for Thrawn's pincer? I, I totally forgot about that. Thrawn snipper. <laughs> That's so much worse. All right. <laughs> if it was a battle between Thrawn's nipper and three sheaves, who would win? <laughs> it's so hard to tell. <laughs> Real close battle there. Hagbars learned from Thrawn to use an in interdictors gravity well to bring in reinforcement ships with extreme precision the rest (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) i try so hard not to say it like that (laughs) (laughs) the rest of akbar's fleet led by graham bell iblis 
comes in, wrecking the reckoning and killing Prince Admiral Baby Bear. Would you say the reckoning got its reckoning? I did not say that. Wait, isn't it, would you? Would you say that? Isn't it Garm? I will not say it. Is it Garm? I don't know. Yeah, it's Garm. It's from memory. Graham Alexander Graham Bell Iblis. <laughs> 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 you're on fire tonight sizzle sizzle <laughs> on the ground thankfully everyone survives the missile blasts oh man I was really worried about that <laughs> those, <laughs> Where are you those, two, those two missiles <laughs> That's I completely forgot about but I commented but, on them in the last chapter <laughs> I, mean, I forgot about them when I was reading the book not right now Oh, you read the book? Um, I mean, I was supposed to, right? Danny. But Corrin and the freed prisoners are still in a tough spot. A mysterious voice cuts through the comms and reassures them they are coming. All right. Uh, (laughs) I wrote this on an airplane. I'm really sorry. Nren recognizes it as Capdendo and the Katarn Commandos. When she's a shuttle taking off and orders Min and Gavin to help take it down. Lady Gaga is running, or at least that's what she wants us to think. Wedge taunts her as they pursue, telling her she's a clone and he can prove it. They shoot the shuttle down, and after it crashes, Wedge tells Lady Gaga she's tried this trick already. It was Laura in the shuttle. And he takes out the entire facility her signal was coming from. Only static comes from the comms. Was I supposed to remember who Laura was? He was the, like, general who doesn't matter. He's the guy from the restaurant. <laughs> He's, yeah. The restaurant? <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the universe? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I skipped over this in the show notes because it really did not matter. But did you not read that chat? what it was like six pages long uh, is this a real thing yes I, I read the entire book what has happened here okay wedge as curl rowett is eating dinner on citrus with like oh yeah horror and it sounds wedge like a crime orders- scene and Wedge orders the green wine, and everybody, like, scoffs at him. And he's like, oh, I mean Emerald. I'm just so used to people being idiots back home. That's right. Oh, and Laura was there. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Laura was the one who's like, Rogue Squadron's all clones. Oh, yeah. That guy. <laughs> that guy. That guy. All right. Capdendo's current squad is all Nagri, and they wasted those stormtroopers in a really, like, terrible fashion. Everyone is safe, and Corrin takes back off in his X-Wing. He meets up with Wedge, and he remarks that despite both Isards betraying them, they did pretty okay today. But the question is, where's the real Isard, and what kind of day is she having? <laughs> Good thing we find out immediately. Isard arrives at the Bill Bringy shipyards to take back the Lusankia. Her spies have managed to get all the clearance codes so they can get their cruiser, Swift, docked. Telic is there with his commandos to go take over the bridge. Rogue Vessery is supposedly flying around keeping guard, but pretty sure he has a plan to make a break for it and leave Isar stranded. As he should. 
as he should. <clears throat> Isar doesn't go to the bridge, but instead goes into a secret room Sheev made for her. A uh, Sheev crit room? I was gonna... <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's real wood in there, so that proves how much he loved her. Okay. Wow. Alright. <laughs> oh, no. That was a real detail from the books, kids. <laughs> she gets... I don't... No, I don't like it. <laughs> no one's supposed to like it. <laughs> the real wood is a metaphor. Yeah, for trees. Yeah, definitely trees. No, that would trees be a literal fight. for. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Isard gets so mad at seeing the rebel insignia, she misses that Iella is in the room holding a blaster right at her. <laughs> Isar tries to taunt Yellow with Derek, but she doesn't take the bait. Isar offers tons of money to the three people in the auxiliary bridge taking over the ship if they let her have it. But surprise, it's Booster, Mirax, and I guess someone else. I didn't actually read that carefully. <laughs> well, it wasn't, that, wasn't it like, isn't that um, a seer? We just don't know it. Oh, maybe. Like, yeah, saying, there's I three think people, so. She said there's three people on this ship, and they mentioned the two of them and didn't say who the third one was because they're okay, supposed to go. Okay, so it oh, wasn't yeah, just me. They're still hiding well, a seer. It wasn't just me on an airplane. All right, good. Yellow reveals two droids got away, and Isard is honestly very surprised. But she gets her wits back and tells Yellow that she better kill her now because the New Republic can't risk a public trial. Yellow says that because Isard is trying to steal Lusankia, she's technically pirating, which is a crime that be- can be tried in a closed private military court. They'll find her guilty and they'll imprison her somewhere where no one will know, maybe even in the bowels of the newly re- reconstructed Lusankia. Very evil. This- I like it. No. This drives Isard mad, and she shoots at Yellow, who dodges and shoots Isard twice in the chest. As she dies, Isard realizes she utterly failed she and with that hanging over her dying isn't so bad (laughs) (laughs) this was honestly a really graphic death scene wasn't it It it's just like she could feel her ribs collapsing in on themselves (laughs) blood all over her yeah blood everywhere all right and she realized that she had never satisfied she (laughs) who among (laughs) us (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Jar Jar kind of did. Yeah. He did yeah, everything I guess. That he wanted. All right. Enough of that imagery. <laughs> yeah, yep. Let's move on. Moving on. Lord Jar Jar. Weeks later, after everyone has been confirmed free of bone melting diseases, they're having a party aboard the Lusankia. Yay! What a terrible place to have a party for these prisoners who were, stri- who yes. were kept here. For years, and it's also the same floor and deck. Like, hey, you let's, let's trigger as much PTSD as we can. Mm. <laughs> or oh sheave TSD, am I right? No. No. Um, no, okay. <laughs> Wouldn't it be post-traumatic sheave disorder? Oh. <laughs> 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 oh, I love it. Give me all the sheave puns. <laughs> Wiz is there. Yay. And he or and laugh about how Wedge whooped and did a joyful Ewok dance when he saw Wiz was alive. Which was kind of sad because they were separated by glass because of the possible bone melting diseases and Wedge couldn't like actually hug him. Oh. Which was too bad. 
Wiz then floats off to bother, a.k.a. flirt with Wedge some more. Corin knows Wedge will love, hate all of it. <laughs> what a good friendship. Mirax and Yella come over in very fancy dresses that get like six paragraphs of description. <laughs> they, yep. tell, uh, they tell him that it was Booster's idea that Isard would come for the Lusankia. Her dream ladder's ultimate goal was to reestablish the Empire, and that involved, involved inflicting maximum damage, a.k.a. the Superstar Destroyer. I'm not gonna lie, this book would have been totally fine if they hadn't been like, you know what, we need to explain in detail exactly how we came to this conclusion. That, <laughs> just, that from all ladder. of the hints the book gave us was pretty obvious already. <laughs> like the dream ladder. <laughs> it was it was really whacking the silver eyes and it, I was like, yep, please just go back to the dresses. <laughs> Is that real? <laughs> More <laughs> dresses. <laughs> I'd rather the dresses over like, look how smart we are, but That's it wasn't fair. actually that smart. That's fair. And it was booster. Yeah, like really budget Sherlock. <laughs> budget Sherlock. <laughs> really budget Sherlock. <laughs> it takes a lot of money to run a superstar destroyer, okay? <laughs> <clears throat> Broke Vessery did indeed leave with his defenders, and although the Elder Kraken is worried about him coming back, Corrin says he doesn't need to. Broke is a good and loyal man, but to his people more than the Empire. Okay. Yeah question yeah because for some godforsaken reason you have me invested in this individual <laughs> <laughs> does broke vessery ever appear in any other eu materials he does not Ugh. no oh what's the point Meg, of- why it's so i can write fan fiction about how he actually reforms and joins the rebels and becomes an a-wing pilot with dorset conair nice dorset conair also does not appear in any other book all right <laughs> Not all of us get to succeed with our dream ladders. Yeah, my favorite characters in these books tend to never appear ever again. <laughs> it's a curse. Broke Vessery was probably the best thing to come out of this book, which sounds like a compliment to Broke Vessery, but really is more just an indictment of this book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember that time he put his hand on Wedge's shoulder? Oh, that was so good. Time. Remember how they were smiling softly at each other in the corner? Oh, uh, smiling softly. Oh, so good. All right. Iela excuses herself as the toasts start and goes to her quarters to call a seer. She asks her to come back, but a seer refuses again. She's going to fight a war to dismantle and change the Bothan government so awful people like Borsk won't have power. It'll consume her life, and if she allows it, it'll consume Gavin's too. So a seer Stellar needs to stay dead. I hate it. Boo! There's a stupid reason for her to not be around. I'm so mad at this book because of this paragraph. So stupid! <laughs> like, it's so look, just bad. tell him I don't like your goatee. You don't need to That's construct this whole say. story. <laughs> he can shave a goatee. He can make a big enough deal about it. He'll shave it off. Just shave it off in his sleep. It's fine. Yeah. What if Gavin never grew, tea, grew a goatee after this again? Oh, Gavin. <laughs> I mean, he shouldn't. But he but... saves it in a Ziploc bag on his mantel place. No. Oh, this one. Don't make him weird. Oh, no, you made him creepy now. Um, He's, what's going to happen to him? Because a seer is being dumb. We, we will see more Gavin. 
Will we see more here? I guess that's it. But like Gavin from here on out will just have like jet black hair and like covering one of his eyes and just like sitting <laughs> in a corner talking about how everything is awful. I'm I was in love once. I, I used I'm, to love. I'm smiling a lot because I do know what happens to Gavin. Um, uh, of course you do. And your theories are super accurate. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> there are so many eye patches. What? <laughs> Great. I'm so here for emo Gavin after this. <laughs> he wears all black. He basically looks like he's from the Matrix after this. Oh Excellent. my god. He flies around listening to the dashboard <laughs> confessional in his X-Wing. I love yes. Dashboard. Right. <laughs> oh, I I am trash for that. His favorite his favorite song is the Sharp Hint of New Tears. <laughs> <laughs> he also whips out Vindicated every once in a while. Oh when no! He's like feeling self righteous. Oh. Oh no! <laughs> having flash high school flashback. <laughs> All right. As Yellow leaves, Wedge is outside. What a nerd. He spends, like, 20 minutes trying to ask if she'll sit next to him at dinner. (laughs) So dumb. She agrees, and Wedge says that she's rogue material. After all, they both destroyed an Isard. To be fair, we didn't see the clone's body. (laughs) See anybody's body. I mean, yeah, so I don't know, the clone could still be kicking. I don't trust her. Don't trust anyone. Moral story. Is there, like, another book called, like, Fake Izard's Revenge or something that I need oh, to watch no. out for? <laughs> Izard's Ultimate Revenge. <laughs> <laughs> this time for real. Oh, well, that, no. That was a book. That was yeah, a book that, that a book. we had to read. It sure was a book. Rogue Vestry is definitely the best part about this. Easily. Can we make and him an honorary rogue? By far. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He, he receives an honorary glistening Bodhi. Uh, so happy for your book. All right. <laughs> Let's get to these listener responses because I think these were also one of the best parts of this book. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Last time we asked you to describe a Sheev Icehard dance night. Not dance night. <laughs> date night. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Although hey. there's an idea for you. Um, for this first one, Danny, will you be Sheev? Are we going to give our responses or no? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to do that, don't we? Yeah. Yep. Uh, mine's an image. I'll tweet it again from the Rogue Pod account. You, you don't have oh. to tweet it again. We all know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. 50 Shades of Sheev. <laughs> or, or 50, 50 Sheaves of, of Sheev. Keep on Sheeving. sheeving. <laughs> <laughs> no. Just keep Sheeving. Just keep Sheeving. What do we do? We Sheev the Sheev. Oh, God. Don't stop Sheeving. <laughs> Don't stop. So mine was gonna be that uh, they make a ray, but since we already did that one, I will just say that <laughs> I started. They make ray. <laughs> I'll just say that instead, Isard takes a shower and sheaves her legs. Oh. <laughs> um. Ugh. I'm going to go with my generic date response slash advice. Which is Ferris Wheel Love Confession. (laughs) (laughs) Classic, Meg. Classic. And it'll be in front of like a space opera because she really enjoys those. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Of course. I think they 
just spend the entire evening subtly trying to usurp each other's power while also being like disgustingly adorable at each other. You know, those kinds of couples exactly. that just talk to each other in baby voices and it's the worst. Ew, They're like, ew, ew, They're also ew. trying to stop the other person from, from having control over everything. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, yeah. Ugh. All right. For the listener, <laughs> we're just going to move on. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> for this first one, Danny, will you be Sheev and Saf, will you be Icehard? This is from Tom I Want for Christmas is You. Oh, Fine. Tom. Well, you're going to make me do a voice. <laughs> yeah. Do it. Did you know that back on Naboo? <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. What? <laughs> <laughs> I could be doing it as Akbar. <laughs> Did you know that? You, you mean Yoda? <laughs> all right. I feel like all I think all of your voices are just accidentally another character. <laughs> oh no! Did you know that back on Naboo they invented a slang term because of me? What term is that, Your Highness? Hungin like a gungin. <laughs> And how hungin are gungans, your highness? About double their tongue-in, my dear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel so... <laughs> I am disgusted by Yeah, this. I need to, like, bleach my mouth after that. <laughs> oh, it's so good. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think... I did this I, so long ago, I forget I now. tweeted at Tom about how terrible this was, and this he responded. Oh, okay, this, These okay. are his responses to me, because apparently me saying this was terrible meant, hey, Tom, Led to some tell other me ideas. some more. Tom also said... <laughs> I really like this genre of tweet. So I don't need to write up their trip to the water opera where Sheev talks about the tragedy of Darth Weenus the Thakwashi. <laughs> <laughs> Darth Weenus! Darth Weenus. <laughs> and then he said... You don't want to hear about how she got the cloning technology that made this book possible? They took a weekend at Biss where he made her a clone of him in his prime for smooching. No. Uh, Oh, no, those hashtags. Hashtag prime being episode two for her. Hashtag old Sheev likes to watch. Hashtag Sheev hard. Tom, how are you like this? She Sheevhard. That's just their shipper name. Sheevhard is my favorite Christmas movie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Oh no. That's so upsetting. Thank you for all of that, Tom. Thanks. Nantuin there on Nantuin said, Whatever they're doing, everyone around them is throwing up with disgust. Knowing Sheev and Icehard, they they're probably into that. (laughs) That goes along well with my baby voice thing. (laughs) Ugh. (laughs) Glistening Hamsters said, why would you do this? <laughs> fair. It's, a, it's a fair question about a lot of things that happen on this podcast. Yeah, really. Ashlyn Holdo said, I started leaves within 10 minutes after she starts monologuing. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> I just didn't realize she's gone. Ian Miller said that they see Hiram off Mantuin Mantuin the third and the date is ruined because Palpy is super jealous. Mostly because Sheev just isn't as cool a name as Mantuin Mantuin the third. Fair. Very true. Yeah. yeah. You know, I didn't realize Mantuin was a real place until they mentioned it in this book. <laughs> so it's made up this whole Oh yeah, time. we didn't even talk about that. Mantuin was one of the uh, Star Destroyers, wasn't it? Yes. 
which are all named after places. Oh, okay, got it. So it is a planet. It is a planet. So there are people who come from Mantoin. I love how yeah. they just put blank tween and call it planets. Yeah. yeah. Like, what's a word I like? Man, that's a word I like because Star Wars. Mantoin. <laughs> not, not just the Mantoin. The woman tween. No. And the <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's like my favorite prequel meme. I love it so much. It's Fist so meme. it's so funny <laughs> every single time. <laughs> every time. Oh my god. Uh, okay. J type J type Nabu Yat said that these lines were overheard on the Shivaisar date. Danny, I'll spare you. I'll just do the Shiv lines. Thank you. I'm not going to do a voice, though. I'm just going to say them. You, like your father, are now mine. You no longer need those. I have waited a long time for this moment, my little green friend. <laughs> oh, no! What does that even mean? <laughs> the I don't, question is, I don't who is the little green friend? Yeah, what kind, <laughs> of, what kind of date is this? <laughs> oh, no! This is getting oh, weird. Is Yoda for I don't want to know. I don't want to know. <laughs> Rise, my friend. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is proceeding as I have foreseen. Oh. You, you want this, don't you? <laughs> oh no! Oh no! And then finally, do it. <laughs> I swear to God, if anybody I ever go on a date with says even one of these lines, I'm out. <laughs> you go on a date, first date, they talk about their little green friend. I'm going to stomp on them and then leave. <laughs> I am never going to be able to listen to Palpatine's lines in the movie ever again. I'm glad I, oh no. I'm glad I just finished the prequels part of my rewatch. <laughs> Jay also added this nice little detail. He said the soundtrack is the romantic slow version of the Emperor's theme. <laughs> what do you mean the romantic slow version? <laughs> <laughs> I think all versions are romantic. Listen, Jay. For, for Jay, it's just the regular version. <laughs> like, link, please, if there's, like, a YouTube video of this. God. As Seawalker said, they sit down at the table, order some Tanere, that's Alderanian wine, and get to discussing the sexiest issue they both love, the taxation of trade routes to outline star systems being in dispute. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Good. By Antilles said, Sheev and Isard's date starts with planning the systematic destruction of whoever is annoying them that week over extremely rare Alderanian wine and ends with a bunch of eggplant emojis. <laughs> yeah, they, they love frying up some eggplant for dinner. Yep. Eight eggplant emojis to be specific. Yeah. <laughs> the eggplant emoji is the little green friend. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate how like subtly evil this is with people suggesting the Alderaan wine. Common theme. It's good. Nick said Palp spends the whole Wait, night asking about... Wait, can we just say that we've had all these silly names of people so far? <laughs> yeah. Tom, I for Christmas is you, Nantuin. They're on Nantuin. Glistening hamsters, Ashenville, and then Nick. Nick. <laughs> Nick said Palp spends the whole night asking about wrinkle cream and asking what Icehard uses for her smooth, icy complexion. Oh my god. <laughs> Nothing could help you, Palpy. Dinner leader said Shiva and Icy only ever had very normal dates. Suits, dresses, nice restaurants. No one recognized them because they weren't outwardly evil. Oh, I like that. Interesting. I yeah. really like that. I'm trying to imagine Palpatine in the suit. <laughs> I mean, it would be like a fancy Naboo suit, probably. Okay, yeah. so just more dress. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. That's good. 
I can. That's kind of adorable if you ignore the fact that they are completely evil, awful people. Yeah, you can't hide uh. that face, though. <laughs> yeah, that is a hard part. I mean, maybe he could, Damn. like, maybe he wears a mask. mask that um, Squeaky used, yeah. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah, face mask. <laughs> Skin mask. Yeah. And Sill said, Mr. Tangles. Oh, sorry, I jumped ahead. Oh. That's something different. We'll get there. Oh. <laughs> for the final listener response, Ben Warman wrote a fic. So thank yes. you, Ben, for that. I pulled an excerpt here that we will do a dramatic reading of. Oh, yay. Um, the, the link for the whole thing will be in the show notes. Yes. Meg, do you want to be palpy? I'm not going to do a voice. That's fine. Okay. How come everyone else can get away with not doing a voice? Because <laughs> you're, you're Danny. Danny. <laughs> Danny, you be ice hard this time. I'll be the narrator. Okay. You cannot hide your ambitions from me, Agent Icehard. I know that you dream to one day supplant and replace your father at my side. I know the fires of ambition that burn within you. You do not merely seek to serve. You wish to rule. You wish for the galaxy to dance on your string, just as you have been forced to dance on his. Sandy swallowed. She set the wine glass down on the table. Your Excellency, I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. What? Oh. All right. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Silence. <laughs> do, do we need to run that again? What's that? What? What? Oh, my God. What's that Audrey Hepburn movie? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, where she has to learn how to talk like a proper British person. <laughs> it's like the before. <laughs> oh, jeez. <clears throat> Silence. The emperor's... Oops. The empire is ruled by my will and mine alone. And all your ambitions, as high as you seek to rise, remember to whom you answer. Rem- remember whose will is absolute. He turned back and continued his walk, crossing the room until he stood before the window and was looking out at the city spread out before him. Remember to whom you owe your ultimate allegiance. Ooh. Yeah. This is going to get dark. <laughs> this is good. So thank you for that fic, Ben. And then, not a response to the listener question, but also awesome, Sill drew some fan art of <laughs> yeah. Mr. Tangles and Grandma Tarkin. <laughs> I love it. And it's so good. It's so good. So thank Mr. you for Tangles that. Mr. Tangles is a rather so. dapper fellow. Mr. Yeah. Tangles is so dapper. It's so good. Oh, big fan. Um, Bodies. Bodies. Obvi- obviously oh. Ben for writing a fic yeah. and Syl for doing fan art. Yeah. I I hate Tom's answer so I much. Ha- we, I have to to Tom. Tom. we have to yeah. give one to Tom. We have to give one to Tom. I mean, Maybe necessary for the first one, but for the tragedy of Darth Weenus, like, yeah. <laughs> at least for Weenus, yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. I also want to give a, a either a normal one or a slightly small one to dinner later, just because it's so different. It stands out. It is. It's nice. Mm. Very sincere. I would like to nominate Glistening Hamsters for a slightly smaller Glistening Bodhi because we need these <laughs> reminders from time to time. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. This I is agree. not normal. <laughs> 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 Have you listened to the show? <laughs> you know exactly why. 
also because this book did not give us enough of the things that we're here for. So we had to right. make it our we had to We had to make our own fun a little bit with this one. <laughs> yep. And then, are we skipping a question since we're taking time off and then coming back to a different book? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, no question this time around, y'all. This week's question no. is, leave us an iTunes review. Yeah. <laughs> Let us know what you think of all the pew-pew in The Last Jedi. But not until after the movie comes out. Yes. Yeah, do not. After. After. Yeah. Hit us up on Twitter with your everything, because we like talking to you. And we'll still be around on Twitter, even though we won't have an episode for a while. Our website, wait, did I even say what our Twitter was? It's at Rogue Podron, which you should know by now. Our <laughs> website is roguepodron.tumblr.com. Our email is roguepodron at gmail.com. And you can subscribe to us via the Rogue Podron feed on iTunes. We should also leave a review and give us a nice rating. Or the Far Far Away Radio feed on iTunes, Stitcher, FeedBurner, and Google Play. Uh, we also have some reviews, I guess. Can I read them? I like reading reviews. It's very exciting. Yeah. Yes, you can read them. What is happening? Oh, I see. All right. Oh. <laughs> Our first is a message from Higher Grand Moff Mantwin Mantwin the Third aboard the Imperial Star Destroyer That Boy. Oh my god. Five stars <laughs> from Flying Plump Kitty. An excellent podcast filled with inside jokes no one will get unless they started very early. This mess of a podcast brightens my day every Friday. <laughs> Patch out. Pew pew. This mess of a podcast. <laughs> this is I probably love the it. most honest review. <laughs> <laughs> Adding that to our Twitter bio. Yep. <laughs> mess of a mess podcast. Of a podcast. With the millennial I gusto. I appreciate like our five-star reviews that pretty much insult us. But it, <laughs> at least people know what we are. They mean yep. it in a very loving way. <laughs> so thank you. Hang on. There's, so there's another one that I forgot about before this one. Let me put it here. Also, so thank you this, for Imperial Star Destroyer. This iTunes yeah, review is from a Canadian listener, and that made me realize that we can't see iTunes reviews from people outside the U.S. So if you ever leave us a review from outside the U.S., I figured out how to find them now. So let me know, and that way we can read it. Such as this one. It's yeah. probably been there for a while from one of our old faves. Ben. Ben Newton. So glistening. Five stars. The most fun Star Wars podcast in the whole galaxy. Aww, Thanks, yes. Ben. Thanks, Ben. You're Listen. the best. You're the best. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It sounded all right in my head. <laughs> Did it? <laughs> and then we also have a thing that's from Ian Miller, but not on iTunes, which is Rogue Podron is a spark that keeps aflame the hope that the best of legends will not be forgotten. Truth be told, <laughs> much of the Star Wars novels had become imitators of other franchises, grasping after acclaim and profits of things that didn't work in the Star Wars universe. So, in that sense, I wasn't sad to see the last decade of the expanded universe rendered irrelevant. But the first 10 years, from 1991 to, to 2001, contained some things that were excellent, or just plain fun. Hearing the intrepid readers of Rogue Podron groaning, laughing, and sometimes, every so often, feeling some intense feelings keeps the books that shaped my early love of science fiction and fandom living just a little longer. Heat's love of Captain Tycho America Keltu shows why Tycho was always the Dark Horse favorite of the rogues. The group's irritation with Corrin parallels my own annoyance at his domination of the first four books, though I probably still like him better than they do. The way the race snuck up on the hosts and made their little nests of affection in their hearts was a delight, as are Seth's voices for many of them. <laughs> <laughs> so, for at least two more books, I look forward to hearing Pash out on a regular basis. Aww. Aww. Thank yeah. you, Ian. Gosh. Ian, I always appreciate your listener questions because they're always great. Listener responses. Ugh, so moved. <sighs> I'm having feels. The wraiths do have a dumb little nest. I love the <laughs> It's a messy nest, but it's there. 
It's very messy. It's full of graffiti and like candy bar wrappers. (laughs) (laughs) So like my my room already. And and crystal prowlers everywhere. (laughs) Oh my god. Scritch, scritch, scritch. Oh. Oh. Good times. Good times. All right. Well, what? Next time. What? We don't really have a next time. Not right now, anyway. Yeah. We may have a super special Star Wars episode eight. That's not enough eyes. The Last Jedi hangout or episode after it does come out. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's too many. It's too many numbers. <laughs> too many. Um, so watch out. So watch on our Twitter for that because we might do it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I really wish we could capture these like notes moments yeah. for our listeners. Tease just started writing out, and I will always love you. Like, and then... There's no way to make it as funny as it no was to, to watch it, it on no. the Google Doc. Like... <laughs> no, it's just yeah, really yeah. not as funny when you say it. You had to be here, <laughs> listeners. You had to be here watching our shared Google Doc. Oh, jeez. So, but get ready for 2018, which we will start with the courtship of Princess Leia and then yes. move on to Starfighters of Audemar. So with that... God, there was another Ray Rogue book. There is. It's, <laughs> is it a Rogue book? It's not. It's also not really a Wraith book. It's a Wedge book. Nice. Good. The best Perfect. kind of book. It's written by, it's written by Aaron, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Hold on. I'm Yay! Yeah, I'm looking at it. It is. Yeah. Okay, so it's, it's it's a buddy. It's a buddy book. It is so friendships. Um, focusing on Wedge. It's a great read, and we'll do that after Courtship Princess Leia, which will be a great way to kick off 2018. Yeah. So with that, this is Rogue Padron signing off. Hash out. Pew 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 pew. May the Porgs be with you. Yeah, May the sports be with you. May the sports be with you. <laughs> the sports is with me. I'm going to get so excited in the cinema when that sports comes up. I'm going to like grab my friends and be like, there it is. After There's all these the years of watching for leaks of photos of this horse, there it is. You're just going to start <laughs> neighing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. What if I do that and somebody in the cinema recognizes my neigh? Oh my god, that would be, be amazing. amazing. <laughs> that would be the absolute best that's how you know that's, that's how you know you've made it in the horse imitation industry is when someone recognizes your nay out in like the your specific nay <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> that's my life goal now oh gosh that sounds like Seth from Rogue Padre <laughs> five stars mess of a podcast woo that's us us Rogue Leader signing off Rogue Six signing off Rogue Seven Signing off. Rope 3 signing off. Hang on. Do it. I'm recording. Let's let's do okay. it. Okay. Pod that cast. And I'm a rock. Pot it. Pot it. Pot it. Pot it. What? <laughs> Get on your Pot rock, it. Meg. Oh, okay. all right. I'm there. <laughs> no, I think you're in a coffee shop. I'm actually in a Panera. I was going to say, nice. it's like a Panera. Nice. <laughs> Enjoying anyway. the freshest of ingredients. So fresh. I think at that time I had a hot chocolate, which... The freshest. A very fresh <laughs> hot chocolate. <laughs> oh my god. But for real, Panera hot chocolate is like the most luxurious drink in the world. It's really... 
it's really great. It's an intense experience, like three Cinnabons liquefied. No, it's wonderful. <laughs> and then like giant, like quarter size house made marshmallows. Yeah, with like chocolate chips, like big enough that there's chocolate chips inside the marshmallows. In the marshmallows. Like, regular size chocolate <laughs> chips inside the marshmallows. Oh, so decadent. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this has been Panera Padron. <laughs> Panera Padron. Oh my god, that would be such a funny podcast. <laughs> if you just like Tonight. went through every menu item on the Tonight on Panera Padron. The ham and Swiss on <laughs> <laughs> And yet it might still be less boring than New Jedi Padron. So maybe accurate. All right. <laughs>